people are already asking me like, well, are you going to have more kids? And I'm like, let's get through this one. I don't know. <laughs> good, good answer. Let's get this one out of me first. <laughs> she seems pretty feisty. I don't know if I can handle another one. You'll, you'll do great no matter what. You're, you're doing great. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread and chocolate milk. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. In high school, we were best friends. And now that we're old, we're still best friends. And we both really love the show Friends. We love it so much that we thought we'd rewatch it together and tell you all about it. So join us to find out all the details that two people who weren't there can find out from the internet. Could there, Could there be, be better, better friends, friends watching Friends? Want to talk about Friends? Let's do it. This one is season one, episode 19, the one where the monkey gets away. Um, it was directed by Peter Boners. Yay! <laughs> We've had him before, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And writers were Kaufman and Crane. Um, and this episode aired on March 9th, 1995. Do you happen to know how many viewers this episode had? No, I didn't find that out. It was 29.4 million. That's crazy. That seems like a lot. For, like, normal primetime TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. For not a premiere or a finale, it was just, like... A random episode. Yeah. I really liked this one, though. It, Did you? I, I felt like the writing, there were like little writing tidbits that I really liked. Um, and like the banter was really good back and forth. Some people would disagree with you. I have to tell you that Sam Ashurst in particular from Digital Spy, he ranked this episode number 235 out of the 236 episodes. Ouch. Telegraph and Argus, whatever that is, gave it 206 out of 236. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I have to say, I did not like Ross's verbal abuse of Rachel. That was probably like the worst part of the episode. And then there, you know, the monkey just being being around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a book fact about the monkey. Matt LeBlanc apparently got along really well with Katie, who plays the monkey. Um, Well, actually, we've talked about there were two monkeys, Katie and monkey. But Matt LeBlanc got along well with Katie. But she was often unpredictable and made filming very difficult. She has her own IMDb page and was last seen modeling with Kendall Jenner. Last seen as of the publication of this book in 2019. (laughs) Somehow I'm not surprised. I know (laughs) why. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's... Sounds right. She's kind of a diva monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for some trivia? I'm ready. Who did Trigger take to the superintendent's ball? Joey. Oh, wait, no. No? He only wait. practiced with Joey. <gasps> Who was he taking? His mom. Marge. Oh, God, I didn't know that. I, I was going to say Joey, too. He did practice with Joey, yeah. and we only ever saw Joey. Okay. He was going to take Marge. Oh, that was, oh, they got Trick me. question. <laughs> what did Phoebe call her cross-country trip with Joey? Oh, my gosh. The one where they go on the road trip. In the cab. Ah, uh, I don't know, because all that is going through my head is, like, Chandler and Janice's, like, there's, like, something, oh, fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all that's coming to my head. I don't know. Um, it's a Renaissance. Oh, I wouldn't have got that one. That's These are hard. hard. I know. What type of jeans were Joey's stylish carpenter pants? I don't even remember this one. His stylish carpenter pants? So this is when he's building the entertainment center. And he's wearing like real tight jeans. I, I don't know. Sergio Valente. <laughs> When asked by Rachel's sorority sister, which sorority did Phoebe say she once belonged to? Who? This is the one with Winona Ryder. Ka- it had a kappa in it. Or someone mm. had a cap now. No, no, I don't know. Thai mega tampon. Nope. Don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what was the name of Joey's Italian grandmother? Nona. Noni. Noni. Ah, shoot. I'm going to give you that one and number one, because who knows about Marge? (laughs) Nobody. 
screen. It was about her. Those were difficult. That yeah. really, that, I mean, I'm a, I, I'd say that I'm embarrassed, but I thought those were really hard. <laughs> they were hard. I would. That's like why I can't go to a friend's trivia is questions like that. You want to hear a summary for this one? I do. Yes. All right. Rachel is reeling when she discovers that her ex-fiance Barry is engaged to her maid of honor and best friend Mindy. Ross leaves his monkey Marcel with Rachel for a night and confides in the guys that he is ready to let Rachel know his true feelings. But when Rachel loses Marcel in the building, Ross is less than pleased. After the gang recovers Marcel from an animal control officer, Ross tries to resume his conversation with Rachel to tell her how he feels, but is interrupted by Barry barging in to tell Rachel he's made a terrible mistake and that he still loves her. That really sums it up. Great summary. Is that a homegrown one? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I'm all homegrown at this point. <laughs> this one, I was having a little trouble with the A, B, and C because it was like all kind of running together. Yeah. Okay, so A is Rachel and the monkey, right? Losing the monkey, yeah. Yeah. Then Ross and the feelings, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Barry. Like, Ra- like Ra- it's kind of all connected in a way, but like Rachel trying to reconcile the Barry situation. Mm-hmm. And he just ruins it at the end. Oh, my God. This is, I'm just going to say it ahead of time. I don't like Ross in this one at all. No, I agree. It's a real big bummer of a Ross episode. Like, failing in every way, at every turn, just failing, failing, failing. And you want him to win so badly. Like, he starts out being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell her how I feel. <laughs> and then at every opportunity, fails. Like, yeah. I know. That was your moment, and you didn't do it. Oh, there's the moment. Oh, no, you didn't do it. Oh, she's holding your hand and saying she wants a best friend lover. Oh, she's hanging <laughs> all over you <laughs> and saying you're the most important person. Like, oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. And when we first open, her hair is, like, so feathered. This is one of those times where it's, like, how did the the hairdressers, her team of hairdressers, give it that volume? You can tell they're trying to grow out that cut, and it's not going well. It's like <laughs> it's like a shag, but but like very voluminous. It's intense. Yeah, she's also just again playing the bad waitress. Yeah, even when she's trying to be a good waitress, she's somehow terrible. Yep, she's actually trying, and still failing yeah how she can't remember who asked for the tea i don't know i feel like this is a problem not just like specifically targeting like waitressing but customer service in general and i don't know how she like outgrows this later when she goes into like retail because it's the same concept it's like what do you want let me help you get it (laughs) right and it's like clothes, maybe maybe she just keeps clothes better in her head. I don't know. Well, I think when she goes to like Bloomingdale's, she's not really working with like individual customers. So maybe it's. Oh, that's true. Different. I mean, when she goes to personal shopping, it's still just like one on one and it's shopping. So and like most of her jobs after that are all like executive. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't really work in retail, I guess. So, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I assume she's terrible at all of those jobs, but (laughs) (laughs) somehow keeps getting promoted. Yeah, I will say waitressing like or just serving in general, you have to multitask a lot. So she probably doesn't multitask as much in those higher end executive jobs. True. My thought about this scene was that she... Like, whoever asked for the tea was probably sitting at that table. And she took so long to come back, they left. And so she just came and gave the answer to the whoever oh. was there. Yeah. I don't know why that's always been in my head, but I just assumed that's what happened. That would probably track and make sense. Well, after the credits, we go to the coffee shop. And Monica brings Rachel all of her mail. Why? Um, 
I don't know. Why did they take it to the coffee shop? I didn't even think about that. Why is she bringing her mail in? She lives upstairs. And brings it down? Yeah. Like, is she waiting for something that's so important that she needs to be looking at the mail? Like, have you ever had mail brought to you at work? No, and this is a personal task that is happening on your, (laughs) on like, on the clock. And it's not like the coffee shop is empty. It is like packed in there. And she's just like leaning on the counter like, ooh, free coffee. Ooh, this newsletter. Like I, (laughs) my mom brought mail to me one time when I worked at the candy store. And it was because it was a college acceptance thing, like a packet that came in the mail. Oh, that's a big deal. That I was waiting for. And so she brought it to work. That's the only time mail has ever been brought to me. From my personal home that wasn't work mail. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I had a bit. I didn't even notice that. Like, it, that didn't even occur to me because I was so focused on Monica pouring herself a cup of coffee. She just, like, sits down and grabs it off the warmer and just pours. I'm like, these people. <laughs> and did you see where Rachel got her cup from? She just, like, pulled it from underneath the counter and put it on the table. Or on the counter. And I was like, ew, what? Is that where we're keeping cups? I don't know. And, and yeah, if she, if everyone's allowed to just like pour their own cup off the counter, why does she even work there? Like, why do they even have servers? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't understand that at all. I did like when she says, like, Barry, who I almost, Mindy, my maid of. Yeah. I that was funny. Yeah, that was part of the writing that I really liked. But she uh, she also, the way that she reacts is a little disconcerting, I guess. Like, she doesn't seem that surprised or upset. I feel like if I read that, I would be like, what the f***? <laughs> yeah, like if, if, if I had ended my wedding and then read like a year, not even a year, months later, that <laughs> you were marrying my ex, I'd probably be upset. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I would stomp around or like <laughs> go calling people being like, can you believe this? <laughs> Just to try and like process. But she seems very like internal about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, know, I mean, I think that when we go to the girl's apartment and Ross and Rachel are eating Chinese, she's starting to like verbally processed there being like how did this happen was it because of this why did this that like she was just she can't get off the topic mm-hmm. um so maybe just in the in the moment she just was like i don't know how to handle this. yeah like this is unbelievable i don't it's not real yeah when, when we cut to the girl's apartment Rachel's like clearly pretty depressed and I was like is it because of Barry and Mindy or is it because Marcel's there like it's hard to distinguish (laughs) it is so gross that Ross has the monkey bring him a box of food (laughs) just like he flings his own feces he is an animal Mm -hmm. and he's been working on bringing him food ugh yeah how many times has that gone wrong (laughs) in that like many various bad ways yeah before he got it down yeah no oh i don't like it the amount of chinese food they have this time seems a bit more reasonable for two people than the last time we saw them with like chinese food. boxes <laughs> yeah although as soon as i wrote that then they cut to like over to the counter and there were four more over there so who knows she does talk about though how she really she like wishes that she had somebody and I really laughed over the penis embargo comment of Ross's. I was like, huh, penis embargo. <laughs> That's funny. And I thought her reaction was pretty reasonable. Like, even if you're the one who breaks up with somebody, like sometimes you just don't want them to have, you don't want them to be happy or, you yeah. know, you don't want them to have somebody else. And especially if you're the one who was before the one. Like, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever dated someone and then broke up and then they got, they married someone? All right. The next person after you? No, because I got together with Tyler real early. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't date for a whole lot of time before then. Yeah, you guys got together in the era of like 
writing on writing and posting your poetry online so yep understatement.com oh yeah <laughs> i i have an ex who dated the next person after me that they dated they married oh They're my god since divorced for sure but <laughs> yeah and i did the breaking up and it was still kind of like ugh. i don't uh, want you to be happy <laughs> no no but then Ross is like, oh, well, I thought you didn't want to date. Do you do you see how she grabs both his hands and is mm-hmm. asking him, like, you, if someone could be a best friend, but still also, like, curl your toes? I'm like, you are a dummy, Rachel. Like, come on. They're both dummies. And, like, Ross, you dumbass. This is your moment. This is your move. And he just, like... Phoebe walks in and he just like drops her hand, like throws her hands. They're literally clutching one another. Yeah. I like, I feel like in that moment, he should have just like, when, when Phoebe came in, he should have been like one second and dragged her out to the balcony and finished that sentence. Yeah. Because yeah, it's such a, such a disappointment. Just keep doing it, even though Phoebe's there. Just keep, like, you guys are in this moment. Like, you're the only one who leaves the moment, Ross. Like, Rachel's still there. Like, she's still yeah. holding on to you. Yeah. God, such a wuss. Oh, but then also, Rachel, like, because Ross is saying to her when Phoebe, when everybody walks in, he's saying, like, sometimes that person, like, is, you don't even expect, like, they're kind of, like, they're right in front of you. And immediately when he drops her hands and they all walk in, she just like, is like, oh, okay. On to the next thing. Like, yeah. doesn't, isn't even like, wait, what were you saying? Well, he kind <laughs> of does say it. He's like, someone, the person is, could be right in front of you. And then he's like, and then gets interrupted. He is completely alluding to the fact, like not subtly that it's him. And yeah. she has no awareness of it. She's, yeah. She's just like, la, 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 okay. You saw a movie. Great. <laughs> And then Ross is like, well, I have to go. Like, what? All the wrong moves. Yeah. All the wrong moves. Also, Rachel's going to baby Marcel. Would she agree to do that if she didn't have something for Ross? Like, do we think she'd really agree to that? That That's what I I said. I was like, she's seriously going to watch the monkey? (laughs) Like, she must really love him. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Gross. Uh, I really, really loved, though, when Monica comes in and is just like, well, what, what do I have a say in this? <laughs> and the way that Ross says, oh, Monica, unclench. You aren't even going to be here. <laughs> I thought that was, I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> they are such good siblings. Like, it's really early in the show still. And that dynamic is so good. <laughs> He's just like, oh, unclench. Unclench. <laughs> I might have to start using that in my uh-huh. real life. <laughs> Maybe with my clients. Let's just unclench about this. Like, just take a moment, unclench. Yeah. Let's move on. We cut to Joe Joe G Pizza, which is on West Fifty Sixth Street in New York and is still open today. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, their website says, sample the best pizza New York has to offer at a local independent pizza restaurant. Joe G Pizza and Restaurant is one of New York's most popular. Give them a try and you'll soon understand why. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> they also call themselves a well-regarded restaurant on their website. A well-regarded restaurant. Yeah. The pizza looks disgusting. <laughs> I have so many problems with Joe G's. <laughs> it looks so sad. Yeah, no, it, it it's it's gross New York pizza. The biggest distraction I had during this whole scene, I had to watch it several times just to like see what was going on because I was so distracted by the background. Like, first of all, if you go back, there are so many people with mustaches in the background. <laughs> Like, I was like, why does every person in here have a mustache? <laughs> Second, the guy, the guy at the front counter is flipping pizza dough in the air. And I was like, wouldn't that be something that they'd be doing in the back kitchen and not where people order and, like, handle money? <laughs> like, 
grateful. I was just like, I hope they're not handling both the pizza dough and like dirty New York money, like cash. That's, but they're like at the front counter flipping. I don't know. Joe G's is no whatever that last episode pizza place was that we looked up. No, the the best, the best of the best. Yeah. 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 This one is just one of the most popular. They don't claim to be the best. (laughs) Well regarded. We're not great. We're just well regarded. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is where Ross is so excited that he's going to make it happen. Except he just had his chance and he didn't make it happen. Yes. I know. I still like got my hopes up being like, oh, yeah, he's finally going to take some action. I feel like we hear this speech for like nine more seasons, basically. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and the monkey jokes. I'm like, I know we've said this in multiple episodes, but like, I'm so sick of the monkey jokes. Where she's just like, he's just like, she spent all day taking care of my monkey. It's like, okay, yeah, penis joke, penis joke. Oh my God. And Chandler's hair is insane. It looks so (laughs) floppy. And why are they all dressed up? Like, really in like suits, like dressed nicely. And why are they all standing up? There's no chairs here. Apparently. (laughs) Not, you just have stool inside. You just have to shove down the shitty pizza <laughs> and leave. <laughs> so unsettling. It's like, and also, why are you eating that meal in that suit? Like, what, are we supposed to believe they all just got off work at the same time? Joey's an actor. He's not wearing a suit to work. Did they put on suits to go to this place? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> And Ross says he's going to woo Rachel. And Chandler's like, oh, that phrase was last used in the 1890s. But I've used that, like, recently. Saying woo. Who, who did you who did you woo? <laughs> did I didn't you, woo to anybody. But did, you, I, did you woo Court? I think I've used it, like, we're talking to him about, like, I don't know, our courtship, I guess. <laughs> But I've definitely used it. But I, so I was trying to find a specific date that that term came about. Best I could find is it's from Old English. So I guess he's right. But but Old English wasn't the 1900s. No, no. <laughs> I feel like Old English was a lot farther like back 1600s. than 1600s. <laughs> Sir Gowan and the Green Knight or whatever, a goblin or whatever it is. The, the Green Goblin. <laughs> hate that story i had a kidney infection in college when i had to learn that stupid stupid old english i hated it i old english was not my jam either beowulf nope no thanks gross but yeah he's gonna woo her but he he woos terribly just he had his chance and he failed yeah what's gonna be different this time So we go to the girls' apartment where Rachel is babysitting Marcel. (laughs) And they're watching a soap opera, which is actually, in truth, NBC's Another World. Oh. But all the character names that she mentions are not those characters. They're totally made up. Is this the first time that we've seen a soap on Friends, like, being shown? I think one that's identifiable because we've watched like telenovelas. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's a recurring thing on this show. Yes. Uh, I really hate those sweaters that have the roll down neck. It's like a mock turtleneck, but it's rolled. Oh, you know, that yeah. She's wearing, she's wearing it right here, but of course she's pulling it off and looks really cute. But I, Yeah, I was going to say her outfit is very 90s cute. With oh, yeah. but it's like a little crop sweater. It's that material though that is like basically polyester. Looks like oatmeal kind of. <laughs> yeah. And it would like it would be really soft until it falls apart. <laughs> like it gets holes in it. I don't know. On about the first or second wear. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But her, like, her socks and her plaid skirt, all very cute. Oh, yeah. Very 90s. Also, all very in right now, I think, again. I think so. That's how old we are. It's come back. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, and again, do we really believe that she would volunteer to be spending this time with Marcel and that she would be enjoying it? It, He pooped in his shoe. She's not going to handle that as well as she did. No. No. She she loves Ross. (laughs) I think that's the only reason I could come up with. Like, she wouldn't have done it any other... Yeah. Like, that's what she does when he has Ben. She She volunteers to watch Ben one time, and she's all scared about it, and... Like, why isn't she scared about this monkey? I would be way more scared about a monkey. (laughs) Monkeys are way more unpredictable than children. (laughs) Yes. And then she loses Marcel because, of course, she does. Of course. Oh, my God. I am so paranoid about my cat sneaking out of the house. Like, if I even just walk out the door, that I'm constantly shoving the door closed. I guess she's not used to an animal in her house. So I'll give that to her. But yeah, he just like walks out. It cuts actually to the scene later in the, in the girl's apartment when everyone comes back and Rachel's telling, telling everyone that she lost Marcel and Phoebe walks in after everybody else. And she's like, Ooh, why is the air in here so negative? And she like, like, pause at the air (laughs) like like i'm getting rid of the negative pieces (laughs) it is weird though because there's there's weird inconsistencies about the building when they're Mm -hmm. when they split up to go find marcel because monica monica suggests that they start looking for marcel and tells joey and chandler to search the first and second floors while she and phoebe search the third and fourth floor and rachel stays behind but the next scene shows Monica and Phoebe downstairs. So they were doing the third and fourth. It should have been Joey and Chandler going to the lower stories because we know that Rachel fell off the balcony and was hanging in front of Mr. Huckle's window. So yeah. that was like, that was a little weird. And then the numbers on the doors, like when they, when Joey and Chandler show up at the hot girl's apartment, it's like three numbers off of Monica's. But it's supposedly two floors away. It's like number nine or something. I didn't even catch that one. And I I think we've already had the episode where the numbers change. Mm -hmm. But it's still only like nine and they're on their 20 if if we've had the change. But that's not three floors apart. Like how many apartments are there on each floor? I don't. Yeah, it's very Probably more than five. Because Mr. Heckle's build number changes from eight to nine too. Really? Yeah, they go up to it and it says it's one, and then when the, he opens it, it's another. Oh, it's it's weird. Um, I love Mr. Huckles though so much. He once saw Regis Philbin. <laughs> yeah. and he left a Belgian waffle in the hall. Why did the girls take it from him? They owe him a waffle. <laughs> also, how badly do I want a Belgian waffle right now? What would you put on your Belgian waffle? So I was going to say strawberries and whipped cream and maybe some chocolate. But I did recently, a couple weekends ago, have a Belgian waffle that had lemon curd on it. <gasps> was it so delicious? That was pretty good. Oh, man. I love just a ton of butter and maple syrup on it. Oh, my gosh. we just I just got some French toast. This weekend when we went to brunch and I was like, oh God, it was like a whole like ice cream scoop of butter on top. And I was like, oh, this is too much because I don't really like butter. And um, I moved it off, but I was like, well, I'm going to try it to see if it's like a cinnamon butter. And I was like, this is ice cream. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having ice cream for breakfast. This is amazing. I'm glad I tried it. (laughs) Oh, I would be terrified if I had a scoop of butter as big as an ice cream (laughs) scoop, too. I was appalled. I was like, what the, what? This is too much. Too much for two pieces of French toast. It was ice cream. Oh, yum. I was like, this is the first time I've had ice cream for breakfast in pregnancy. And I was like, it's not going to be the last. (laughs) For sure. Ross comes back into the apartment to go come 
pick up Marcel and he comes back with the wine because he's going to tell Rachel how he feels. And she's like, let's go to Newark. And he says that's the murder capital of the Northeast. Is that true? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a feeling you would know. Currently, uh, well, as of 2019, it was ranked ninth. It's not the murder capital anymore. St. Louis, Missouri, is held the title in 2019. Do you want to guess per 100,000 people how many murders they have to be number one? <laughs> I don't know. It's under 100. I'll give you that. Okay. I was going to guess a lot more than that. <laughs> 60,000. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, under 100. I want to say 60. 64.54 per 100,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, God. Yeah. They're so murdery. <laughs> so don't move to St. Louis no, as of 2019. I, I don't have any plans to. <laughs> um, but I thought Schwimmer had really good timing pulling the cork out of the wine at the exact right time to like punctuate his shock. Yes, when she's like, oh, Ross, I can't do this. And he's just like, well, quick and painful. <laughs> Which I'm like, if he says that, you would be like, why? What What do yeah. you mean? Are you thinking of something else? Because I didn't even tell you what I did wrong. She's just so self-absorbed. She has like no, she literally doesn't even have any awareness at all yeah. outside her bubble. Which I guess is like true of someone in their early 20s like she she changes and grows later but you're right you're right like she's so self-absorbed in her own like problem right now that she needs to fix she's not even listening to him no Mm -mm. Uh, but marcel's on the balcony if they would just (laughs) look up eating a belgian waffle I know. Is that is that a Belgian waffle? Uh-huh. I was just like, he's eating a little treat. That's even better. I'm so glad you knew that. I assumed that's what he had because why else would Mr. Heckles uh, be like, where where would the waffle have gone? That's true. So we cut back to the par- apartment, and Ross is mad, and he does not treat ladies nice when he's mad. No, I had an issue at first. I was like really disappointed that they weren't showing what Ross was saying to her when they cut to the balcony to show Marcel because I was like he's clearly berating her mm-hmm. and was it like they didn't want to have to write that dialogue probably it also seemed important to like show it like to show he's like going total opposite direction of the way he wanted to go and like show why they can't be together because he can't keep his together and she's just like too selfish right now and but then they do cut when they cut back you do see him freaking out yeah i just i had the the, i had a big problem with how condescending he was like Mm -hmm. i would not be able to handle someone saying like i should have started you off with a pen or a pencil like that i would be so pissed even if i did lose the monkey and felt bad about it i would be like how dare you yeah she has a point like she's doing everything she can possibly do it wasn't on purpose like what is she supposed to do right now like even calling animal control like she's trying to think of everything and like who is ross like he does not seem like the rule-breaking type to have an exotic animal like breaking the law right i'm just i'm just like ross no i know And also, if that was the case, why wouldn't you have told everybody, like, hey, I know it's weird I have a monkey, but, like, please don't tell anyone, because if anyone finds out... Yeah. He's, like... Also, I found out that, apparently, animal control has to be invited into your home or have a search warrant to enter your home. So, like, this situation could, could have so easily been avoided had they just not let her walk in. I felt bad for Rachel in this situation. And I kind of even like the way where she was like, why do you not like them? <laughs> like, she just doesn't, she doesn't know. Doesn't get it. Yeah. She doesn't get it. And 
Like the fact that he's just like, hello, like an illegal exotic animal. She's like, I, I didn't know. Yeah. You jerk. I know. When, when they're talking about this, you can see behind them that weird closet door in the hallway that later in a later season, like Chandler really wants to open. And it's like where Monica hides all her hoarding. Oh, yeah. The secret closet. Yeah, it's wide open. Oh, what's in there? It Close? just looks like a closet. Yeah. I feel like in another episode, it we've seen it just be a normal closet. Yeah. Maybe it changes later. Well, it probably is a closet and she just shoves everything yeah. in there. Over the years. Has the, the animal control officers in, right? She's, she comes in? Yes. And can I tell you... I was like, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, my God, that's Marla Hooch from A League of Their Own. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that until I was looking at the actress. And I was like, oh, my God, of course that's her. I It didn't hit me at it's all. It's Marla Hooch. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, I've been telling Court for like two years. We need to rewatch that movie. <sighs> He has a hat that the other day he put on and I was like, oh, it's the, I think I said the Racine Peaches. And he was like, it's Rockford Peaches. And I was like, well, Racine's another team in that movie. And this is why we need to rewatch it. Because clearly I'm forgetting <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> Megan Cavanaugh is her name, who plays Louisa Gianetti. Um, she graduated high school at age 16. Whoa. I know. And like you said, best known for playing Marla Hooch in A League of Their Own. She's done a ton of theater. She voiced Judy Neutron and Sasha Vortex in the 2001 Oscar-nominated animated feature Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Oh, have not seen that film. Same. I didn't realize that it was Oscar-nominated. I didn't either. She also played Broomhilda in Robin Hood Men in Tights in 93. Yes, I remember that. And she, in, in like another connection to um, another NBC show, she played Darlene in an episode of ER in 1997. And she provided voices for the 2019 film Adventures of Pinocchio. She played a recurring role of Trudy McHale, who married Al Borland in the series finale of Home Improvement. Oh. So she was on it for a year. A year, the final season, ninety-eight to ninety. I don't think I watched the whole, like the whole series of Home Improvement. No, I. There's apparently like a, a very special episode where um, they think JTT has cancer. I missed oh, that, that whole bit. <laughs> they were like, "We got to get more ratings." She was also on Will and Grace, Roseanne, West Wing, Boston Public, Just Shoot Me, and she played Penny Marshall on Drunk History. <laughs> I got to go nice. find that. <laughs> yes um i love i loved her in this like when she when she realizes who they who um monica and rachel are and she turns to rachel and, or turns to monica and is like you were fat you had your own problems but then she turns to rachel and be like you were just a bitch <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> And I thought it was really weird that um, everybody laughs when she says, like, how come you couldn't just be like, hey, Louisa, like, nice overalls. It was like, wait, are overalls a joke? Like, I like overalls, especially in the 90s. I loved overalls. I did, too. Oh, no. They're coming back now, even. So, yeah. You know what's not is Phoebe's shirt, and it really sucks. I hate it. What is it? I didn't even notice it. What is it? I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like a bad, let's see, if you took like a bad quilt and made it a silk screen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like geometric-y, bright, oh. like. Was it another clown suit type of? Kind of, yeah. It's really ugly. I think it was like a, um, I want to say the style of it was almost like a, Chinese style shirt where it's like straight up buttons and it's really long and like kind of silky I know what you're talking about there was like some red red in it yeah yeah I didn't like it either it's like real wide shiny silky pants that were like just the whole thing was not good <laughs> it was like bad pajamas kind of yeah yeah well 
when when Louisa is like, if I find that monkey, he's mine because she's not going to help him. And she like slams the door when Phoebe says, dun, dun, dun. That was my favorite part of the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she's so like Captain Obvious sometimes, but it's super inappropriate. Yeah. It's like what everyone would like to do, but you should not do. (laughs) Yep. And she doesn't care. We go to the hallway, and Marcel jumps into the hallway right in front of the boys. And is audibly squeaking and making noise. How do they not hear or see him? Yes! Yes! <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I was like, he, you would hear monkey noises. And this is where they knock on the girl, the hot girl's apartment, and it says number five, which used to be the girl's apartment. So they have had the switch. The apartment numbers are crazy in the show. It's like a fun house in there. (laughs) (laughs) So then the hot girl, hot blonde girl opens the door. Uh, Her name is, and I'm guessing Angela Visser, but it could be like Angela because she's actually Dutch. Oh, and you would know. I'm just basing that on Angela Merkel, (laughs) who's German. And I'm probably saying that wrong too. Merkel, I don't know. So she plays Samantha, the hot blonde girl. Um, she was crowned Miss Holland in 1988 and Miss Universe in 1989. Oh, wow. And after her reign of two years, she came back to the pageant to be its color commentator from 91 to 94. She also appeared in Baywatch, which the boys watch regularly. She was in the Ben Stiller show, Blossom, Beverly Hills 90210, and Boy Meets World. In the last credit I could find from her was from 97 to 99 when she was in 95 episodes of a show called USA High. I've never heard of it. Well, I'm glad you asked. USA High is American. (laughs) Same. (laughs) It's an American teen sitcom which ran on USA Network from 97 to 99 and had ended after 95 episodes. So she was in every single one. And it revolves around six friends enrolled at the American Academy boarding school in Paris, France. Okay. I will never watch that. (laughs) A USA teen sitcom? (laughs) No. No. But I have to say, like, for for someone who's Dutch, she has zero accent. She hit it very well. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Mm -mm. Uh, And the boys have no idea how to speak to her at all. Oh, my God. I love that Chandler does not know how to talk to girls and basically just yells at them. (laughs) Oh, God. And then there's a hot hot brunette that comes out named Tia. And she's played by Elizabeth Scioli. It's S-J-O-L-I. Okay. So I... Uh, basing that on the silent J in my name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, she has no Wikipedia, so I got this gem of a bio from IMDb. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Elizabeth Scioli, however you say it, is an actress known for The Family Man, Friends, and News Radio. Done. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I got. <laughs> All right. No, no anecdotal, like, also loves to <laughs> scoot down the lane. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. Would that be on your bio if you had one? love to scoot down the lane. I do, I do think it's really funny that while Chandler is yelling at these girls, <laughs> Joey is kind of acting for the first time as the voice of reason. Yeah. He's just like, no, we can't. We've got to find this monkey. But then, <laughs> but then it totally turns and is like, but if we could get some pictures of you, you'd be really helping us out. I know. This is like where Joey and he, this it's rare, but there are times where he will turn down sex for friendship. Like he is a really dedicated friend. Yes. But he just, he just launches off the cliff a little bit. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's still going to go help his friend, but if he could look at the picture of the girls that'd be that'd be fine that'd be better that'd be better (laughs) i did like how they're like oh do you know how to fix a radiator and he's like oh did you try turning it the other way and she's like yeah of course he goes oh then no (laughs) i like that i like that joeyism when he talks like that oh no no haven't we 
no, this isn't a later season. We go in the basement when the Yeti's down there, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. This this basement is seemingly like a fourth the size of what it is when the Yeti's there and like way less creepy and not dark. Yeah. But the girls find Marcel there because it's so small. <laughs> of course they find him. And like Phoebe jumps in, in front of the tranquilizer gun to save Marcel. In slow motion. Do you know how they filmed the slow motion scene? No, but I just thought they hit a button that said slow-mo like I do on my phone. <laughs> well, they probably filmed it regular and then did slow-mo in the editing. Oh, that's probably... <laughs> that. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> but no, they... <laughs> I don't know how these things work. Well, let me tell you. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> she. It was filmed using a special camera with no audience. And so... Oh. The same type of camera was later used for the slow motion sequence in the football game. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. I Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really funny that they used the Shaft music <laughs> from, from the TV show Shaft. It was like... Do we go out on the street? No, so before the street, Marcel escapes from the basement... And goes into the hallway in a really quick scene and it's picked up by Mr. Heckles. But if you look at the person's hands, it was so distracting because like it's like this fat, chubby, young set of hands. They're like football hands. Yeah, they're like real meaty. (laughs) I was like, this is not Mr. Heckles. No, they're like super, super pale bright white and like hairless it's very yeah. strange and 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 like sausagey yeah. <laughs> it's very odd i wonder yeah. if that's the trainer i wonder who's who oh. actually did it yeah maybe uh, but then we go to the street where ross and rachel are bickering and wandering around looking for marcel on the streets of new york <laughs> <laughs> like this is probably not where he is he doesn't know the village. Rachel, like, Rachel's like, what is? What else do you expect me to do? And she's right. Like, what else? She's yeah. trying everything she can do. She can't undo what happened. But like, what else does he expect of her? And he's giving her this speech. He says, uh, "It's just vintage, Rachel." I hated that. I know. It's so cruel. Like, this is also what he does when he makes that list about her later. And she says, like, how would you feel if you saw, like, someone pointing out the things that you hate about yourself, too? Like, the very worst things that you think about yourself. And he says, things just sort of happen around you. You're off in your Rachel land doing your Rachel thing, totally oblivious to people's monkeys or people's feelings. And I have to, it made me think of when Brad Pitt comes on, Friends, and the speech he says about Rachel. Yes! And I, I'm just trying to find what he says. Also, this is much bigger than the monkey. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. This is all of Ross's pent up issues of like his, it's it's actually his own issues and projections <laughs> like onto her. It uh-huh. has it really has nothing to do with her. Yeah. But I thought it was like pretty. I mean, it's pretty amazing writing that they like keep the consistency of her character flaws like through the whole series of the show because when brad pitt comes on and he says like he goes like typical and coughs and she's like i'm sorry what did you say and he says i said it was typical typical of you rachel green green rachel does whatever she wants in her little rachel land and then he like flips his hair (laughs) it's a similar speech definitely definitely (laughs) Then they follow the bananas. Yeah. Way to be detectives. I know. Ross is just being so awful. She's like trying to get his attention. He's just like, what? What? Fine. What? Ugh, I know. So they finally, they track the banana delivery to Mr. Heckles. Um, I, I love Phoebe's whole speech where she's just like oh my god you guys <laughs> one side of my butt is totally asleep and the other has no idea <laughs> it went in a place that i did not expect it to go 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so funny. They also say bitch for the second time in this episode. And I thought for the 90s, that was kind of a lot. Like, It seems very loaded. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I tried to look and see, like, when that started coming into the, like, TV lexicon. Because now you can say, like, damn is acceptable on shows. And there are certain, like, you can say ass and... Mm-hmm. Like if you say asshole, they'll bleep the hole, but not the app. I don't, I don't get it. But from what I could find, it sounds like soap operas used bitch a ton in the '90s, um, and particularly Days and Passions, both of which oh. were NBC soaps. They were like the leaders in using the word bitch. So. The way that they say it is real heavy. They like yeah. put a lot of oomph behind that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You couldn't, you, you had to be a bitch in high school. You couldn't have been fat. That's... Yeah, I know. Uh, but we go, we see uh, Mr. Heckle's apartment and he is definitely a hoarder. Mm-hmm. There's newspapers everywhere. There's even like a weird traffic cone in there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look too much because it was giving me anxiety. <laughs> And it's all, like, got a sheen of dinge, too. Like, they did a good job of making it feel icky. Totally. With their, with his weird, like, burgundy, weirdly upholstered couch that's rounded. I I was like, I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't sit on that. It's a house for newspapers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Marcel is dressed up and he is Patty the monkey. Come here, Patty. Come here, Patty. That's Patty. That's my monkey. Patty Patty the monkey. (laughs) How creepy that he has a tiny baby doll dress in his apartment. I know. I was baffled as to why the monkey ran into the cage because there's no food in there. She's not dangling anything. Like, why does he just go in there? I know. She's just like, come come here, monkey. And he's like, okay. (laughs) He's so smart to have eluded everybody all day. Like... And he's just like, oh, Kate, person, banana, cage. Okay, cage. No, plot hole. <laughs> you can bleep the <laughs> <laughs> You see what I did there? <laughs> I do. I might actually have to put a bleep on that because that will be funny. Uh, but this is the point, the part where Ro- like Rachel is hanging all over Ross and she's just like begging Louisa, like, please, you're gonna like, I'm gonna lose the most important person in my life. Like, just d- don't do this to him. I was like, he just berated you for like a half an hour. Right. Well, and like coming from a therapy perspective, the way that he treated her is actually like not dissimilar to the way we find out her dad speaks and behaves. So, like, it seems normal she'd be attracted to that. Like, that's what she knows. That's really true. Her dad is kind of an ass. Oh, yeah. 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 I But, like, A, I think Louisa reacted the right way. Like, no, this speech isn't going to sway me. Like, f- all of you. And B, like, you can see Ross visibly soften when she says that. Uh she's missed her moment he's missed the moment again like nothing comes of it and if she that's really how she feels like why hasn't she said that ever before and why is nothing happening (laughs) yeah says it why doesn't she say it to him yeah and why doesn't any other friend like no one's reacting they're not like oh my god did you hear that like (laughs) they all know though they all know how how they feel about each other they're not being very good catalysts well they know how ross feels but have we has anyone realized how rachel feels up until that's like, true it seems anyway yeah come on yeah well i mean even though she did feel really low and bad about losing the monkey i love how she rises to the occasion and rachel says like how about I call your supervisor and say that you shot my friend in the ass with a dart? Yep. <laughs> and she totally is like hardcore blackmail bitch. 
Well, as someone who's never really had to like work for anything she's had, like she had to learn those skills. She has that skill of like, well, I'm going to manipulate you to get what I want because you're not giving it to me. So I'm going to find a different way. Yeah. (laughs) Which is very impressive to Ross, apparently. And yeah, he doesn't do anything. (laughs) Because she has more balls than he does. Oh my God. Although like, if we think back, I mean, especially when we were in high school, but like, 20s or I mean when even you and Tyler started liking each other like it really does drag out for quite a long time and nobody can make a move like I say that but like when did I ever make a move on anybody that's true (laughs) I think I'd be more more apt to make a move now in my like just just because I was I didn't know who I was in my 20s so, like, taking that person and putting them, like, shedding all the skins and putting myself where I am now, I would be like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we just skip ahead to this thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm in my late 30s. <laughs> yeah. No one's getting younger here, and my back hurts, so. Yeah. And I need to go to bed soon. Yeah. I get this over with. <laughs> This date is going on far too long. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. Wait, when they go back to the girl's apartment, um, Ross apologizes for being really hard on her. Mm -hmm. But then she takes all the blame. But then, like, God, Ross, just say it. Like, right now. Say it right now. You are so bad at this. Right now is the time. I know. Like, when even when he's just like, are you in the mood for something grape? (laughs) Which I thought was really funny. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to use that. And then he like dims the lights and she's like, oh. <laughs> totally oblivious. I, yeah. But then he just drags it out. He's like, oh, I was thinking about like, you know, how mad we were at each other. Why don't you just say, look, cut to the chase. I was going to come over here to tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, way to start the speech with, like, I was thinking about how mad we were. No, no, we don't need to frame it as, like, look how passionate we are about each other because we almost ripped each other's heads off and I made you feel really small and awful <laughs> about yourself. Yeah. Let's not revisit that, Ross. No. That's no. not good. And, of course, of course, of course, Barry shows up and declares his love, of course. Yeah. I love Ross when he does that, like, Ross thing where he's like, we have got to start locking that door. Because it's true, you would not have an open apartment door at night in New York. I'm sorry. No, I don't have an open, unlocked door. I'm home and my door is locked right now. And I live in belly cam. It's pretty (laughs) safe here. Barry, he's in six total episodes of Friends. And I just had a funny quote. He said, I have guys for years who have asked me, dude, you kissed Jennifer Aniston. What was that like, dude? And they actually would ask it like that, which was awkward. And I was like, well, imagine kissing someone you know that you've known for a long time that you're just friends with in front of 200 people when it's 120 degrees with a bunch of cameras on you. And I think it always ruins it. Oh, man, I wanted to hear it was great. And I always say, okay, it was great. You just don't know what else to say in those times. Oh, <laughs> um, I also, I don't think that I brought this up the last time he was on. Maybe I did, but he is in My Cousin Vinny. Oh. As Stan Rothenstein. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Me either. I got to revisit that one. I did just see, the, just happenstance. I just watched the Seinfeld episode with Marissa Tomei when George is like in love with her uh-huh. <laughs> and they show clips of my cousin Vinny and he's just like sitting there watching it, like hugging a pillow <laughs> while Susan walks in and she's like, you're going to make me jealous. And he's just like, ha 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 ha. He's like debating on going on a date with her because he, she loves like stocky bald men. <laughs> Oh, God, I got to get Kurt to watch Seinfeld. He's not seen them all. Oh, that is one of the best episodes ever. And then he's like on the couch writhing on a pillow, like (laughs) making out with a pillow. (laughs) 
speaking of the tag. <laughs> oh, yes. Here we are. And they're all reminiscing about high school. And here's more fat jokes. I know. Chandler calls Monica an alp. Like a mountain. Yeah. It's not great. I know. There's a lot that I notice um, of, like, Monica and Chandler. Mostly Chandler being mean to Monica in the earlier episodes where I'm just like, it's interesting that they get together at the end. If you think about it, though, like, that's kind of what boys do when they like you. <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> well, in high school, like, my... That's true. <laughs> my, before we were dating, a boyfriend of mine would pull my hair out of the scrunchie, like, every day on the bus. He would kick my chair in class constantly. <laughs> and I had no idea that he had... Feel- I was like, you're so annoying. I don't want to be around you because you're doing these things turns out it was because he liked me and i'm like well that's a way to drive me away i don't understand oh boys chandler apparently went to boarding school with 400 boys uh yeah which actually parallels matthew perry's real life really so yes so prior to moving to los angeles when he was 15 to live with his american father he lived with his canadian mother in canada for several years where he during which he actually did briefly attend Ashbury College, which was a boarding school with an actual actual enrollment of approximately 400 boys. Wow. So that is a truth fact that they just dropped right there. We need a good sound for truth fact. <laughs> it needs to be like, truth fact. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just make it be that. Okay. <laughs> that was really good. Thanks. Hopefully it was clean. <laughs> um, and then they say, like, doesn't it seem like a million years ago, high school? Aren't they, like, 22? <laughs> Wasn't it, like, a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah. So I, I already wrote down who I thought was the worst. I bet we're both on the same page. I put Ross with, like, 40 S's at the end. <laughs> I agree. The berating did not help his cause. Didn't like it. He still has a monkey. He's like upset about losing the monkeys, berating Rachel. He can't make a move. He's so whiny. Just all of it. It never no. happened. Nope. Like his plan did not meet its its goal. Yeah. No. Nope. Ross, you lose. You suck. Who wins? Uh, I feel like Phoebe won just because she was so honest again. I said, I think Joey or Phoebe because they both sacrificed themselves for their friends. Yeah. Okay, Joey, you have a solid case for the fact that he redirected Yelly Chandler (laughs) during like the porno girls. Yeah, and sweaty was like, girls. Sorry, we can't come in and drink, mar- or drink rum with you, while you're sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> and we have to go look for this stupid monkey. <laughs> Very good restraint. So yeah, I I could I could be on board with Joey. And like that that is canon for them later. They are like are the two people who are the most loyal, who have like all these rules about friendship that no one else in the gang like has or gets like when you can't bail on a friend for sex i also said mr heckles can have runner up as the winner because i always love mr heckles <laughs> his non sequiturs are so good I know. he's like i'm not going to answer your question i'm just going to ask you another question <laughs> when uh louisa's like you can you guys can just take it up with the court like whose monkey it is he's like it's not my monkey the dress is mine but you can just mail it to me later <laughs> <laughs> oh so good we did it. The, we're getting the next one's 20, right? And like these seasons so long. I kept being like, we're almost to Galen, but there's 24 freaking episodes. I know. <laughs> I, I told him that I really want to go like wine tasting next. If you can, you know, whenever Never. your life, if it's into Never your have life. Never have life again. <laughs> yeah. If it's into your life. Actually, babies are fun to take wine tasting. Maybe we could go wine tasting with Galen. I, I told him I really want to do that. It's um, wonderful going with him. 
you get a lot of hookups. That'll be nice. I can't wait till I can have wine again. The thing is, is that the baby is mostly sucking up like the nutrients in your bones (laughs) and like deep, deep within you. It's not the stuff that you're eating right now. (laughs) I know. At my last lab work, they were like, oh, you're like borderline anemic now. You need to start taking iron. I was like, oh, I just got my iron back on track before I got pregnant. And they were like, yeah, it's just taking it all. Cool. It's it's like a little siphon just being like, (laughs) this is so good. Yeah. Have a good Thanksgiving. You too. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Bye, friends. Bye. Better Friends Podcast is created, produced, edited, and all the other things by Ashley Madden and Sarah Reinen. Please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Send us your questions to betterfriendswatchingfriends at gmail.com. To find out more about Better Friends, please check us out on Twitter at betterfriendpod or on Instagram at betterfriendswatchingfriends. Thanks for listening.